Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Are you selling a little or a lot? Either way, Shopify helps you do your thing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. It helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. In fact, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And now you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Most of the business owners who listen to No Bullshit Leadership want to go large. What's so cool about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash leadership or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash leadership now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash leadership. Hey leaders, M here. We're finalizing Marty's 2024 speaking calendar and he still has a few opportunities available. Now you've experienced the impact that Marty has on the podcast, but that's only a tiny fraction of the impact that he has when he delivers an in-person keynote presentation. If you'd like to book Marty to speak at your organization's event, go to martingmore.com or send us an email at hello at martingmore.com and we can chat about how to tailor his powerful message to your leaders to achieve real results. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Hey there, and welcome to episode 277 of the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This week's episode, our best and worst of 2023 the Your CEO Mentor end-of-year stock take. The end of year is a time of renewal. We all instinctively take the opportunity to reflect on the year just gone and reset our expectations for the year ahead. In today's episode, Em and I are going to do something we've never done before. We're going to pull back the curtain on our business, Your CEO Mentor, and give you a window into our own 2023 scorecard. 
How did we do? What things did we focus on that didn't actually pan out the way we expected? Which things went really well? So with M's help, we're going to talk through our end-of-year stock take so you can see the level at which we assess the initiatives, how we think about our failures, and what lessons we take forward. It's the best and worst of your CEO mentor in 2023. So we're going to examine our top three best and our bottom three worst. Right, Em, given you're the CEO of our company, you can be first cab off the rank. Hello, hello, everyone. Yes, I actually heard a friend of mine, Ellie Swift, do this on her podcast, um, Shine Online, it's a marketing podcast. And I just thought it was such a great way to give listeners an insight into our business. And as you said, you know, the wins, the failures, everything in between. I think it's easy to look at you, Marty, and think, oh, you know, Marty's got it all sorted. But, I so do. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But, you know, we're we're still running a business and building this thing with the highs and lows and plenty of testings and mistakes and wins along the way. So I thought it'd be great to share a few of these with our amazing listeners. And I don't know, hopefully you get some value out of these, um, you know, learnings that we've had as well. So I think let's start with our three worst so that we can finish on a high. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. So the the first one is probably podcast growth. Over the past five years, the podcast has grown really beautifully organically. So a lot of word of mouth and, um, you know, people saying, oh, my, you know, boss or my colleague or my friend or my brother or sister recommended this to me. And, and that's, you know, obviously helped us to get to our over 5 million listens and being one of the biggest leadership podcasts in the world. But This year, we really wanted to focus on growing that listenership, and we did quite a few things uh, to grow that listenership, but our growth has kind of plateaued, I would say, over the last six months. So we've just stayed really consistent at the 30 to 35,000 downloads a week, and obviously, we're incredibly happy and grateful for our listeners. But personally, I've been a little bit frustrated because I know that there are so many more people out there that we can impact with what I think is pretty incredible free content. And so, yeah, I think that's been for me the most frustrating piece of the YCM puzzle in 2023 is how do we get people to share it? How do we get people to rate, review, comment, and really just get it into more listeners' ears so that they can make a change or they can do something a little bit different. They can feel more confident. So yeah, that, that's probably mine, Marty, my number one worst. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, look, I, I agree with you on that one. That That's a bit frustrating. And of course, you start to question everything, you know, is the, is the format right? Are we getting boring? Is my content declining? Um, is it is it a matter of people just churning through and getting onto other podcasts that are newer? So mm. there's always there's always that stuff that we're talking about constantly to try and make sure that we're still hitting the mark for our listeners. But you know, hey, it is what it is, and we're going to keep growing and we're going to keep going. So you mentioned the five million download milestone. I want to do a podcast episode on that in the new year. So okay. watch out for that one. Nice. Uh, all right, for me, the number one worst was the US branding piece. Now, this is super interesting, right? Because when we came over to the US, me and my wife, Kathy, I never anticipated that branding would be so difficult in this market because it works in pretty much everywhere else in the world. The difficulty is with the word bullshit. Mm. And, and it's not universal, but certainly in the larger corporate market, there's a, a, a real aversion to any sort of swear word. 
And I think part of it is the, you know, the political correctness wave that's taken over the world in the last few years. But also it's just a matter of sensible risk management because, of course, you've got heads of HR saying, well, you know, yes, we know he's awesome and we'd love to get him in as a speaker, but all I need is one complaint and it's spoilt my whole week. Mm. So, so I think there's a level of conservatism there. Uh, and that's okay, but it just means we have to go after a slightly different market than the large corporates to, to you know, companies that are more flexible, which is the 2024 strategy we're going to take on. But we redeveloped my website, the Martin G. Moore website, and it is just awesome. But I'm currently going through and rewriting the copy for the second time <laughs> because, of this, because of this slight positioning and rebranding. So for example, on the homepage, it won't say the no bullshit leader the minute you turn up on the homepage. We've changed that to just say, real leadership, real results. And so I think that'll get people past that headline if they are averse to it. Um, but the theory I'm developing, and I think I've told you this one, is that gun ownership and tolerance for swearing are inversely proportional. So the more, the more guns you own, the less likely you are to, to be tolerant of swearing. So I'm just working on that one. It's just a hypothesis at the moment. Could be true. <laughs> totally. And yeah, that's, that, was my, that was my big learning for this year and probably the, the thing that held me back the most over here. Yeah, that's definitely been something that we've we've just really focused on having conversations with multiple people and you know people who are experts in the, the speaker market over in the US and there's been a lot of conversations between us Marty about like our brand is the no bullshit leader. Like it would be bullshit for us to change that brand. But and you know it's got obviously we've got a book, we've got a podcast like that is what we've built. Um so it's you know someone googles you your name no bullshit is going to come up straight away of course of course and it's but for me it's for me it's more than just the brand it's like it's who i am that's that that is in my core yeah. who i am so when i was talking to one of the partners of uh, impact 11 that professional speakers um, community i belong to uh, she said to me, well, you know, we might just have to tweak things a little bit, but, you know, you probably don't have to go away from your brand. And I said, oh, look, there's no way I'm going away from my brand. Like, it is what it is. We're just going to make sure we find the right market for that brand, the same as anything else. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be a, a good 2024 focus for us. Certainly is, yeah. Now let's go to the third worst. So this one's on me. So this is really just getting the team structure right. Um, I think when you know we've been reflecting on this one a lot when you build something from scratch structure looks easy when you put it on a piece of paper you kind of go oh yeah well I'll have these people in these roles that'll do these functions but as you go you kind of realize that gaps need to be filled or the person you hired to do something isn't capable of reaching the level that you need them to and whatever that is as time goes the structure kind of changes you know as different products and revenue streams grow, you've got to change the team structure as you go, you know, as these things change. And this year, I've really struggled with just getting that balance right. Who do we need as permanent players? Which functions can we outsource? How does that all fit together? How does that um, feed up into our overall strategy? Um, yeah, that's been one of the things that I've spent a lot of time on this year. And um, I think the structure that we came into 2023 with is very different to where we're at now, but I'm so happy with where it's at now. Um, it's taken a bunch of trial and error to get it right, but I really feel as though 
we've we've got this right. You know, we've got our A players in the, you know, in all the roles that we need to have them. And, you know, probably in a couple of months' time I'll go, oh wait. <laughs> I need to change something else up. Oh, look, I don't I don't know. I don't know that you will, but I've I've, I've got to say though, I think now you've found the uh the ideal balance of in-source and outsource, mm. full-time, part-time. You know, we've still got our core there. So, you know, Tash, our marketing manager, big shout out. She's awesome. You know, yeah. Twyla joining the team in customer experience. It's been fantastic. So you've done a great job at building it. But yeah, it doesn't happen first go, does it? No. And I think the annoying part is like, it's just cost a bunch of time and money to get it right. And I know that that's just par for the course. I, I understand that I can only get better at these things by actually doing them and going through the pain of incorrect hires and not getting that structure right. But um, big thank you to you for just letting me go through that because a lot of people, you know, when they say, oh, you work, you work for your dad. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> he, <laughs> Gee, how, how little they know. <laughs> but, but you let me make the mistakes that I need to make to be a, you know, to become a better CEO and a better business owner. And so there's probably been some times where you've gone, hmm. I don't know about that, but like it's Em's accountability, she can make that decision and I've made a decision and perhaps it hasn't worked out exactly the way we thought, but kudos to you for just letting me, letting me learn that stuff and then now get, you know, I think I'm at a point where I feel really confident with it. Oh uh, yeah, good. No, I thank thank you for that. Look, I think I think it's been really good. I don't think you've made any fatal errors. I think it's more just tweaks on the way through. Mm. Um, if if I saw you're about to do anything really catastrophic, I probably would have held you back. But uh, <laughs> no, you 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 were making you were making pretty smart calls at the time. And I think you know if we're going to take that excellence over perfection mindset, mm. it is really about momentum. And as things in our uh, product focus change, which we'll talk about in in a minute. Uh, as, as that changed, so did our need for different types of skills. So yeah. I think you've managed it pretty well all in all. Oh, thanks, Marty. All right, so let's let's go on to the three best. Now, let me start. Yay. I want to talk about my new one-on-one mentoring model, which we ran in 2023, because I feel really good about that. And I think I was really uh, frustrated with the mentoring model that I first started. Now, just for the benefit of listeners, I don't do a lot of one-on-one mentoring. I, I only do it uh, quite sporadically because most of my life is content production and speaking and you know the odd workshop so so that's really where I spend my time but I do love one-on-one mentoring and the problem I was having was that when we set the model up we tried to be really flexible mm. for our mentoring clients so we we said okay you just buy a bunch of hours you just when you need them book them in and we just use them on demand so it's like a you know you buy a bank of credits and you work off the credits the trouble was I found that it was creating a scarcity mindset. I only have, you know, three more hours left with Marty, so I want to save them up for when I really need them. Mm. And what and what happened was that, you know, I'd get something booked in my calendar, I'd go, Who the hell is that? <laughs> and it'd be someone who was who was one of my mentoring clients who I hadn't actually spoken to or heard from in over six months. And so that was really frustrating for me because I felt it was getting really transactional. They would also they would also come to you when there was a big problem instead of coming to you before the problem became a big issue. And then, you know, in an hour or two, it's really hard to work through that stuff if you've got limited time and it's already become something. Exactly. That's that's exactly right. Uh, and also I've got to get a hold on context again just so that I can have that conversation because it's quite difficult from, you know, a distance where you don't have proximity to the business. So when we set up our new mentoring model, we just said, right, that's it. Unlimited hours, you pay the fee up front, and you've got me at your side, joined at the hip to help you run your business as an advisor. 
And so we'd set, you know, like a standard meeting every week or so, but then there'd be, you know, an email, hey, I need your advice on this or a text message, you know, can I talk to you about that? And that worked so much better because I felt as though I got mm. to know the businesses really well, not just the individual I was, you know, mentoring really well, but also their executive teams and, and the teams that they were dealing with, the people they had to work with day to day. And I felt as though it was real value, like real value. And and the yeah. sort of you could see the needle moving. Oh, totally, totally. And the sorts of insights I was bringing through in those meetings, I was really proud of. I get off the meeting, I go, "Wow, I've I've really helped you know John today," uh, and I mm. and, and that's incredibly satisfying when you're doing one on one work. Uh, and you sort of need that, or I sort of need that anyway, so the ability to see that impact, which is why we're very selective with who we take on. We only take on people who are in a position in their business where they can genuinely grab those performance levers and make a difference to how the business runs and make a difference to the outcomes. Uh, and, you know, people who are lower down, hey, I love you. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to spend time with we you. Have but, other, we have other but, products yeah, it, that, that are going to help it, you. It, exactly. And, and it's, it's, it, it would be overkill to have me that involved if I can't actually make a difference to how you get results, you know, in your part of the business. So really, really happy yeah. with that. Uh, that went super, super well. And, you know, I only need to and want to work with a small handful of clients every year as, you know, one-on-one mentor and it works brilliantly for me and I'm loving it again. It's re- re- reinvigorated me. All right, over to you, Em. Okay. Second, second best thing. Second best thing would be our masterminds. So this was a new product that we launched in the first half of this year. You wouldn't have seen us talk about it on social or on the podcast or anything because it was like actually just an experiment for something that I wanted to create. So <laughs> I joined a mastermind about a year ago and I got so much value from the community element and just being in a small group with like-minded business owners who were going through similar challenges to me. And I just thought, you know what? I, we don't have anything between Marty's mentoring, which is, you know, 50,000 US dollars for six months and leadership beyond the theory, which is $2,750. So I just thought, I wonder if we can create something in the middle there um, that can allow us to go deeper into challenges that leaders are having and that our community is having. And so we created two masterminds, the Career Accelerator Mastermind, which is for senior leaders in organizations, and the Business Accelerator Mastermind, which is for business owners and CEOs who really want to scale their business and take it to that next level. Honestly, this this was my favorite thing of the year. This turned out to be so um, fulfilling for me personally, creating this product that actually was making you know, a huge difference. And I could see that every single week. So much fun. Both masterminds have just been incredible with the most epic leaders. And I think it's just been such a fun way to watch experienced leaders and business owners have light bulb moments in every session. I think that people think that others know way more than them and that they, you know, maybe they're not confident enough to say, I don't know that, or how would you do that? We've got this group together you know, in both masterminds that is just so fallible, just going, actually, no way. I don't know how to do that. James, you've done this before. What do you think? How did you do it? What's your, you know, perspective on it? And that it's just been amazing watching these, these people help each other really get into the nitty gritty. So yeah, look, we started it with the intention to just test it out, but now it's something that we 
have to keep doing, you know, it's just, it's so exciting. So we've got dates for the next cohort of the Business Accelerator Mastermind, which is for a small number of CEOs and business owners. So if you're keen on finding more out about that, we're going to start in March. Just shoot us an email, hello at yourceomentor.com. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll work together and find out if it's a good fit. And um, I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Yeah, you know, I, I love that too, Em, and I think you've done a magnificent job at working out how to structure that and put the right people together and everything else because we still have our no dickheads rule, which is fantastic. So everyone <laughs> yes, every every one of those masterminds is just, you know, they're just wonderful people as much as anything else. Mm. Um, but it's interesting because I spent years as a member of the CEO Institute, as you might remember in Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, I really enjoyed the time. But I learned a lot from that in terms of how to structure these types of um, these types of uh, masterminds, so that it wasn't just a forum where we sit down and just chat about what was ever on our mind. It was a forum that we created, which has really structured approach to business strategy and how to get the right team structure in place, and you know how to how to get the right C uh, level appointments made, and how to get value and understand your value drivers better. So I think we work on stuff that's real time, real life for the business, and it's very different to any other mastermind I've been involved in. So you've done a sensational job at structuring that. Well done. Thank you. It's been so much fun, and I cannot wait to do the 2024 cohorts. We've got so much coming up. All right, let's go to the third, the third win or the third best, Marty. Yeah, new new products. Let me start with one because I think that the release of the landing your dream job short course mm. was just fantastic. And yeah. I, I'll talk about how it started in a minute, but I think that the fact that we're now putting in some products that uh, cater to a need that we see from our community, people are emailing us all the time saying, I'm in job search. Can you give me some advice on X, Y, or Z? And that was you know a very, very common inquiry we get from leaders in our community. Um, but also the fact that in terms of you know our, our core structures, running the Leadership Beyond the Theory cohorts each year is sensational, but we didn't really have anything that was just ready to go, evergreen, that you can just sign up to and just do when you need it the most. Mm. And so landing your dream job is the first one of our evergreen courses that just you know hits the market that way, which I love, right? Yeah. But I remember how this started. I don't, I don't know if you remember this. I was in Sydney. Um, I, it must have been... Uh, February this year after I did that speaking gig in Singapore and it was bucketing down with rain and we were walking your dog Lenny down near the rifle range and it was oh, yeah. pouring, absolutely pouring. Yeah. And we started talking about how to structure our, our next evergreen product, which was going to be your first 90 days in the job. And we'd sort of sketched all this out and I got back to Boston. And as I started to work on this, I realized that that first lesson I was going to teach, which is okay, your first 90 days in the job, let's just talk about how you get the job. And then I realized that this was a course in itself. There was so Mm. much in there. And as I started to write the content, I've gone, I I can't keep this down to a half hour, you know, lesson. Like this is going to end up being a huge thing. So we've kept it, you know, very short and punchy and and concise as we tend to do. But uh, I think this is an awesome product that came out of sort of nothing. It it, mm. it it didn't start that way and it just evolved because that's where the need was. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's something that's been really exciting for me because product development is is what I love. I love listening to our community and, and figuring out, okay, what can we make that's going to really help them really add value to their leadership careers? And this, the landing your dream job, that's, you know, that's such a critical piece because in Leadership Beyond the Theory, a lot of people say, okay, this is all great, but 
I don't know how to implement this into my workplace because the people I work with, they don't care about value. They don't care about accountability. They, you know, they don't understand any of this stuff. Our values are misaligned. I'm not down with the culture, whatever it is. And that it's a lot harder to reverse that when you're in a role than finding the right job to start with. So I think we've kind of gone all the way back to the start there. Mm. And we've got a couple of other um, evergreen courses, which we're so excited about coming up in 2024. We've got some stuff happening on strategy, which uh, we're working on at the moment. It's a bit of a teaser. but Which is huge. It's going to be yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, it's actually going to be incredible. Um, but we're also working on a course partnership with a very well-known media platform. Some of you are probably listening to this episode on it right now, which is really <laughs> exciting. Um, mainly I don't know because- why you don't just say the name, but let's keep going. Because I'm not allowed to. Oh, right. um, oh that'd be <laughs> But it's it's super exciting that we've been chosen for this because it shows that the quality of our online course content is truly some of the best in the business. And, you know, so yeah, I just can't wait to share more with you in the next few months. Needless to say, it's going to be in the same vein of these short bite-sized learning opportunities. So yeah, really excited about all of that that's coming up. And I think what we've what we've pulled out in 2023 is just gonna continue. Absolutely. It's been an awesome year. It's had its ups and downs. And uh, I must say, I miss being in uh, your CEO mentor, Global HQ in Sydney. Mm, uh, it's hard, hard being on the other side <laughs> of the world. But, uh, you know, things are going really well here. And, you know, I'm, I'm here for the duration. Uh, visiting Australia, though, in February, March, I think at the latest. Yep. And em, you're over here in Boston next week. How good is that? I know it's so exciting. So other than the um, other than the plane ride, of course, which I'm not looking forward to with <laughs> with Florence, who's a tornado. But yeah, other than that, once we get there, we're gonna have a ball. Absolutely, absolutely. Lots of lots of content. We'll be posting a lot of content on Instagram and and LinkedIn. So yeah, I bet, I bet <laughs> you can follow the journey. Sure. All right. That wraps it up, Marty. The best and worst of 2023. Do you want to take us out? I'd love to. All right. So that brings us to the end of episode 277. Thanks so much for joining us. And remember, at Your CEO Mentor, our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally. So hopefully you feel as though we've done that for you in 2023. Please make it your New Year's resolution to spread the word. Let your close colleagues know about No Bullshit Leadership if you haven't already. I'm really looking forward to next week's episode the best episodes of 2023. Until then, I know you'll take every opportunity you can to be a no-bullshit leader. 